Uh, excuse me, are we on? Oh, I think so. Thank you. Hello, it's Paul. It's Nessa. It's, it's Paul and Nessa's, Nessa's Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. A sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. Nessa's gonna sing about a different kind of comedy podcast. Episode 19. Too loud. Episode 19. Still too loud. I want episode 19 and I want it now. Not one, not two, but ten sketches in it. Episode 19. Hello, I'm actor Roy Winkle. Because I played a violent young offender early in my career, everybody now thinks I'm hard. And what do hard people do? Put a bet on! Go on, son. You know you want to. Put a bet on! You're a bloke, ain't ya? You're hard. You're harder than your mates, ain't ya? And what do hard blokes do? Put a bet on! Oh! There you are. Here's the footy on. You like watching the footy with your mates, didn't you? Drinking beer, singing for your team, shouting abuse at the other team. Pucker. There's only one thing that could make this more sweet. Put a bet on! Oh, look at that. Your eight-year-old daughter is crossing the road unattended and there's a bloody great transit van flying down the road. Is she going to make it? Will she survive the impact? There's only one thing you can do as a responsible father. Put a bet on! Don't forget, gamble responsibly. When the fun stops, stop. For a bit, and then put another bet on! Welcome to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. And, in a way, in its own little way, <laughs> this is the last normal episode of the series or normal episode of the series i like the way you did normal like you put the little quotes air quotes around (laughs) normal there yes yes (laughs) yes but you're right yes it is i should have coughed before we came on (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that is true it is because episode 20 is going to be a sort of a best of special uh, from the whole of series one so all of the best sketches bunched in together and then the final episode of the series episode mm. 21 will be the christmas special <laughs> can we put the tree up now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no none of that and more of that and on but for now on with episode 19 did you just use 19. the word not, uh, no, no, 19 i did i did don't pretend you don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i do say it again Anon. Oh. Meanwhile, in the executive offices of a big shot London record label. Hey, come in, come in. How's my favourite singer-songwriter and his manager? We are very good, George. We are very good. Have we gotten it? For you. Well, I hope so, darling. I really hope so. Do you want to hear the demo? Well, why not? Yeah, come on, let's get straight to it. Let's get straight to the action. I like it. Straight to the action. All right, Ned. When you are ready, my son, take it away. Take it away. Okay. Uh, brought me guitar. Thought it might help. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Goes a little bit something like this. I love you and our foundations are true. My love is three stories high and it has its own pool It's time to make a new start 
To stop this dry rot running through my heart I gotta search the attic of my mind To see if I can find a new front door Moving, moving on No more papering over the cracks are turning the boiler off and back on The ceiling is fixed and the render is clean And that horrible lean-to is gone Now we've got a box room of love For a long time we were detached I always wanted a slate roof you preferred thatched And our garden was overgrown with weeds And Japanese knotwood It was not good But now we're moving, moving on No more papering over the cracks are turning the boiler off and back on The new kitchen's fitted, the wiring is new And the damn storage heating has gone And we've got a walk-in wardrobe of love Yes, we've got a double garage of love I love you And our foundations are true my love is three stories high and it has its own pool uh, That's it. What do you think? It's terrible. I, I think it's absolutely terrible. It stinks. It stinks worse than my dog. It's the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I know, of course it is. But think how much we'll clean up on the royalties when they keep using it on homes under the hammer. I've got a question, a genuine question. I've got a question, answer me this. It's feature time now, genuine Ooh. question. This is where we ask something which might sound stupid or made up or we're just taking the mickey or whatever, but we're genuinely not. It is a genuine question. Yes, hence the title. It's just not just chucked together, is it, this podcast? No, it's got a jingle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just chucked together? I think it is. Anyway, right, you're going to do this one, Paul, so off you go. Right. Genuine question. <laughs> is a question of sport on the telly every fucking day? <laughs> Because every time I seem to turn the telly on, it's question of fucking sport on the telly. <laughs> it's not even like it's entertaining anymore. Not to us it's not, but to people that like questions about sport. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you've got bloody the most non-charismatic presenter, Sue Barker. Christ, oh, just... I know, we're two, two non-charismatic presenters. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I've got charisma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, genuine question though, is it on every day? I don't know. It's probably constantly being repeated. 
because but what are they repeating? Because there isn't any sport on at the moment, is there? <laughs> exactly. The question of sport. The question is: Is there any fucking sport? <laughs> is Where any, is the sport? Is there any point? <laughs> <laughs> fucking sport. I've got a question, a genuine question. I've got a question. Answer me this. Ah, oh, hello, Mr. Williamson. What can I do for you today? Oh, Doc, you've got to help me. You must do something to lower my sex drive. What? Oh, Mr. Williamson, you're 86 years old. Your sex drive is all in your head. Well, that's what I mean. You've got to do something to lower it. <laughs> Jokes that make you laugh, jokes, jokes that make you cry, jokes, jokes that are really, really funny. Ha <laughs> ha. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, I'm, I am not going to try and guess the punchline. Good, because you won't be able to do this one anyway. Oh, okay, fair enough. Thicko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really possessive about my jokes. Oh, well, I know. Yeah, you punched us off air last, last episode. Yeah, good. Do it again if you keep on. <laughs> Well, if you didn't tell such obvious jokes... Shut your mouth. Shut your mooey. Why do cows have hooves? Why do cows have hooves? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Why do cows have hooves? Because they lack toes. (laughs) 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 They lack toes. Because they've got no toes. Because they've got hooves. Puny humans, I am Megala, leader of the Graspatrons, your overlords. Whilst we are content to overlord it over most of you, we have declared war specifically on the French for taking considerable amounts of urinary discharge. Do you know them? If you do, tell them that pain and death-type suffering are on their way. We had open diplomatic relations with them, and I'm currently standing outside their embassy, waiting for access so I can close it again. Now open this door! Ah, Ambassador, you... you, um... Trooper, furnish me with a suitably derogatory diplomatic insult. Moistened prune, sir? Is that the best you've got? How about tinned prune in syrup? How about you move up the alphabet a bit? Quince breath, raspberry teeth. Uh, oh well. Ambassador, you tinned prune, you. In syrup. Yes, yes, syrup. How dare you and your nation poke fun at the grass patrons, your overlords, by twinning us with saucy French town names. Oi, look at me when I'm talking to you. Prod him, trooper. <laughs> what the. Have you poked him to pieces? No, my lord. It appears the ambassador was actually just a large tray of Ferrero Rocher. I have heard the ambassador brag about these at his social events. Chocolate-covered hazelnut, sire. I see. Hmm. Curious. I detect neither chocolate nor hazelnut. Scan. You're correct, my lord. Scan says it sprouts, lavishly coated in dog poo. Lavishly? The device is adverb-enabled, sire. Another con! Ah! Send these so-called Ferrero Rochers to my wife with the compliments of the French ambassador. 
I shall taunt the insulting humans from the embassy's propaganda booth. Through here, sire. Get me the French. Please hold, caller. Come on, come on. I'm all keyed up and I need to rant. Caller, it appears this account is locked pending payment. Again? Great Harmer's ghost. Who do I need to sleep with to get a decent phone service around here? I will pass on your query to a customer service team caller. No, no. It was just a turn of phrase. Look, I know you can reverse the charges, right? One moment, please. I will check. Who may I say is calling? I am Megala, leader of the Grass Patrons, your overlords. Please hold. Reversing the charges to declare war. Oh, the ignominy. Caller? Yes? The French say they've never heard of you and they don't accept cold callers. What? This isn't some PPI call centre in Kuala Lumpur. Look, can I try with a different name? Say it's uh, Auntie Doris or something. Calling to thank them for the chutney. No. Damn you! Okay, then can you pass a message on? I'm afraid not. I suggest you try again once your outstanding bill has been settled. Curses! You haven't heard the last of me. I think they have, sire. The line's been cut off. You've had that coming for a long time, trooper. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And best of all, you've died on the embassy steps. That's officially French land, so they have to do all of the paperwork. <laughs> Daphne, dear Daphne Daphne, dear Daphne Please help, dear Daphne We're really desperate, dear Daphne Daphne, Daphne Please help me, Daphne well, uh, Nessa's had to leave the studio for a few minutes. Uh, the camembert has escaped from the fridge again. She's had to get the big net out. But not to worry, because I'm delighted to say that we're joined by the ever-popular Daphne Crankshaft Doodlebug. Hello, Daphne. Oh, hello, Paul. How lovely to be back with you again. Now, last time you were here, you were heavily involved in nature, weren't you, with the Trustees International for Trees and Shrubs? Yes, I had my hands full with tits last time I was here. Yes, yes. Are you still doing that? No, Paul. As much as I enjoyed playing with tits for a while, and I do still bounce a few things off them when required, I've now moved on to something very close to my heart. Oh, excellent. What's that? Well, as you know, thank you for asking. <laughs> as you know, in these very trying times through the whole of this year, and no doubt into the next... Our entertainment industry has been absolutely decimated, mm. not only by this awful pandemic itself, but also by the restrictions imposed by our government. Mm -hmm. And creative people right throughout the industry have been left high and dry, quite frankly, by an uncaring, 
An utterly non-empathetic administration. I see, yes. So I, along with a few highly respected members of the entertainment industry who are very good friends of mine, well, we formed a charity. We provide advice and support for these vitally important members of society. Well, creative people are crucially important, Daphne. Mm, I'm glad you agree, Paul. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you'll lend your support to my charity, which is called simply the Troupe of Opera Singers and Stage Artists. Troupe of Opera Singers and Stage Artists. Yes. T-O-S-S-A. Hmm. Tossa. I've set it up of a vital time, Paul, to be there for all manner of artists and creatives. Anyone who entertains is welcome to join, and together, oh, we will stay strong. Yes, yes, and uh, I suppose the more people who join, the bigger tosser you'll become. Yes, well, quite. You could say you're all a bunch of tossers together. <laughs> exactly the point, Paul. Oh, you get it. We're all there together. If you cut one tosser... Do we not all bleed? That's Shakespeare, you know. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he really was a tosser, wasn't he? Yes. Some would say the first true tosser. Yes. <laughs> hmm? Sorry. Hmm. I'm just remembering a joke that Nessa told us. Oh, okay. oh yes, Nessa. <laughs> now, um, good things you've, about uh, her. Yes. You've, uh, you've asked to come on to the show, especially today, haven't you, Daphne? Uh, not mm. to answer our listeners' problems, as usual, but to issue an appeal on behalf of your charity. Is that right? Oh, it is, Paul. And I'm very grateful to you and Nessa for allowing me to do so. But I must say... Actually, in all the time I've been coming here, I've never actually had the pleasure of meeting Nessa. No, no, you never seem to be in the same room at the same time, do you? Oh, most peculiar. She is, Daphne, to be yeah. honest, so it's best you don't meet her. Oh. Anyway, off you go. Thank you. Dear listener, I know that in these hard times, it may seem somewhat galling to ask you to put your hand in your pocket and donate some of your hard-earned free government grant this year. But if Doctor Who and some radio DJs can do it for the starving of Africa, and that bloke off the one show can do it for the special kids, <laughs> then why can't little old Daphne do it for the lovies? You know, despite popular opinion, opera singers and stage artists are not as elite as you might think. They're just ordinary people, just like you and me. Well, you, anyway. <laughs> and ordinary people are tossers, too. Buskers are tossers. Children's party entertainers, they're all tossers. Most stand-up comedians are definitely tossers. And they need your help. Are you okay there, Paul? I'm fine. Oh, good, okay. Just overcome. Oh, dear, don't be overcome. Deprived of their usual creative work for most of 2020. Forced to take menial jobs that they didn't train for just to scrape together their rent and put a few scraps on the table. It, well, it's just the same as most years for them, if we're honest. But this time, it really is the government's fault. <laughs> and that's why my charity... The troupe of opera singers and stage artists is here to help. To give five, ten or twenty pounds 
Just text the word 5, 10 or 20 to 70554. Five, yes, that's 70554. Five, and just make the lives of these struggling artists just that little bit less excruciating. Please, give a toss. Help a tosser. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Daphne. Oh. What a heartfelt play that was. It really was from the heart. I can tell. Well, um, we will certainly do our best here at Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour to support your charity. And Yes, well, I suppose in, its, in a funny way, you're a tosser. <laughs> Aren't you? You could say that, yes. Daphne, yes. I am. I am. I've been a tosser for most of my life, I would say. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself, dear. Thank you, thank you, Daphne. Oh, you really helped me, Daphne. Get over me problem. We need product placement. <laughs> I'm such a dweeby little teenage boy, full of hormones and zits. Um, yeah. Excuse me, unfeasibly gorgeous and beautiful sick form girl who's clearly being played by an actress in her mid-twenties. Um, will you go out with me? No chance. Get out of my face. You make me sick, you zitty little dweeb. Oh, OK. Bye then. Never fear, geeky little scrote boy, because I'm here to save your life. Who are you? I'm Stinks Man. And this is my miracle magical spray, Stinks. Stinks? Yes, spelt S-T-Y-N-X. Stinks Spray. And my stink spray will transform your grotty, pubescent little life forever, boy. Just one squirt of this spray will transform you from a boy to a man, from a joke in the girls' toilets to a legend in the girls' bedrooms. Wow, you really, really do that for me, Stinks Man? No, but you're our perfect demographic of just enough money to spend on our product and not quite enough common sense to realize that it's utter bullshit. So yes, it will definitely do all of that stuff for you, dweeb boy. Here, try it for yourself. Squirt this stinks deodorant spray all over your teeny little body and see what happens. Uh, hi, unfeasibly gorgeous and beautiful sick form girl. Um, will, will you go out with me? Go out with you? I'll do you right now. You massive hunk of a man. Get over here and put your tongue down my throat for as long as you want. And then later, I'm going to have all of the sex with you in a way that will blow your mind. But will also blow my mind too, because you will be the most awesomest I've ever experienced at doing the sex. Try it today, kids. Squirt yourself with Stinks deodorant spray and get laid immediately. It will definitely work. It won't work. It works. It doesn't. Pussy magnet in an aerosol. Literally the worst advertising claim ever. 
This ball's round, you can hear it's coming. His veins are coming up, his head's gonna explode. He's gonna go on and on and on. This ball's round. <laughs> You're never gonna run out of things to rant about, are you? Never. God, right, go on then. Right, social media platforms or website platforms or whatever, you know, the things the Train like platforms. That. Not train platforms, <laughs> no, just like things on the on the internet. Right. Just stop changing the design of your platforms, will you? <laughs> Fucking irritating. What? Well, right, I, I do our website on WordPress, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just getting the hang of how to do the, the what's called the back office, I think, you know, how to do the page, how to enter all the information, blah, 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 just getting into the swing of how, how it all works. <laughs> they changed the whole fucking design. I went on the other day to try and put a new page up. It was almost like I was looking at a completely different website. <laughs> it was Everything was completely different. Why have you changed? Why have you changed your whole design so that now nobody knows where anything is, nobody can use it like they were using it to do the job that they wanted you to do for them in the first place, that you are getting paid loads of money off these people to do. Don't you? But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing that really wound us up, because I'm not quite wound up yet, but the thing really? that really wound us up is when I went into that, what it did was it gave you the, the option, what it called classic editor so if you click classic editor you could go back to how it used to be so they know that everybody's going to be fucked off and not going to be able to use their new design so they've put this little button in so that you can go back to the old design to then do what you have to do to then upload it why don't you just leave it as it is so the people don't have to go through all of that rigmarole and then go back and do the classic editor because you have to do a save save as then go back do it as a draft then I'll change it all then save it and then upload it as a new website page why couldn't I just do it the way <laughs> we should put a we should put a quiz out on Twitter how many times does Paul draw breath in this picture I actually agree do you with you know what you. I mean though he's off again <laughs> but can I suggest something Facebook sorry go on that yes. when we when we record these these shows can we not sit side by side because my ear and my right ear is buzzing sorry sorry I know I know it's a technical problem we're only we're only using one mic at the moment but do you know what I mean they do it they all do it Facebook does it every bloody two minutes yeah I mean you can't even share a page without sticking a post on it as well yeah. gone are the days where you could just share a post because quite frankly you just want to show that you're showing an effort to share a page yeah and you don't really got and not really got anything to write about it yeah and yet i had to go back in and write and say, but it shared it to my story what the fuck is my story oh, now don't i'm get me started on stories what the fucking hell is all that about facebook well, used to be just a thing where you could go just stick a post up <laughs> yeah and a yeah. happy birthday every now and again yeah no, yeah. you're sharing stories. They all want to be like each other. That's the trouble, you see. Facebook wants to be like Instagram. Instagram wants to be like Twitter. Twitter wants to be like fucking twat-talk or whatever it's called. <laughs> twat-cock. <laughs> twat-cock, yeah. Might as well be called twat-cock. Getting really angry with trivial, pointless, pathetic little things. That was Paul's rant. You wanted to see me, Mrs. Ballcock. Ah, yes. Come in, Fred. Take a seat, will you? Oh, thanks. I'll get straight to the point. How long have you been working for us here at the Joke Emporium Limited? Oh, uh, nearly five years now. Nearly five? Call it four. Hmm. And in that time, Fred, you've written some of our finest jokes. Oh, thank you. 
jokes that have been highly sought after, that have been supplied to international organisations, the glitterati of the world's media figures, even royalty. Aye. Your work really has been excellent. Until recently. Oh. Yes. You've really gone off the boil of late. Oh, I must say I'm surprised. I thought I was producing some of my best work recently. Hmm. Well, let's have a look, shall we? This one you submitted last week. What's orange and rhymes with parrot? A carrot. There's not really a joke there, is there, Fred? Uh, isn't there? No. You've basically just stated a rather uninteresting fact. A carrot is orange, and carrot does indeed rhyme with parrot. Uh, no, no, but you see, parrot makes you think it's going to be a bird. No, Fred, it doesn't. And look at this one you put in the other day. How many Thomas Edisons does it take to change a light bulb? None he didn't invent it, Joseph Swan did. I mean... Really, where do I even start with that? Well, it's a thinker. It's a stinker, is what it is, Fred. It just doesn't work on all sorts of levels. Uh, like a closed staircase. Ah, oh, like an out-of-order lift, Fred, is how that joke would work. Look, you've got to get back to the fundamentals. Remember, comedy is like a derailed train. You want some train wreck jokes? No, 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 no. What I mean is... The joke starts like a train, going down the track in one definite direction, but then the humour comes from the punchline which drags the joke or the train off in a completely unexpected way, as if the train were being derailed. Do you see? Uh, does the train have a buffet car? Right, that's it, Fred. I was hoping I wouldn't have to do this, but I'm afraid I've no choice but to put you on to the special assignment. Oh, what's that? You're to write the jokes for Richard Osman in Pointless. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. <laughs> Alligators will give manatees the right of way if they are swimming near each other. <laughs> How polite what? is that? Yeah, They'll give them the right of way. Yeah. Oh, sorry, incoming yeah, manatee. Like, oh, oh, no, no, please, after you. That is brilliant. Is that, yeah. is that genuinely true? It's strange but true. <laughs> I do that every time, don't I? Hell. <laughs> no, it's utter bullshit. But I'm it... going to change the drinkle to utter bullshit. It's utter bullshit. <laughs> utter bullshit. We should do that in the next series. <laughs> strange or shit. <laughs> Fucking every time. <laughs> <laughs> the reason behind it, I don't know, apart from they just do it. <laughs> is it. Is it just alligators and manatees? And how do they know anywhere? <laughs> One, you're asking like... me like I give a shit. <laughs> Two, you're asking me like I'm a mimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
an alligator highway code book. <laughs> always give way to a man. At- always give, always give way to a man. At- On the right. Do they indicate? Please tell me they indicate. Yeah, they wink. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Nature Watch, how chickens cut up foxes on the A183. Strange but true. It's strange but true. You need a new sofa, don't you? And you need a new bed as well, don't you? And carpets. Definitely need new carpets. What about some new furniture? Look at your old furniture. Look at it. You need new sofas, beds, carpets, furniture. New, 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 new. We're shouting at you, so it must be true. This weekend, head on down to your local SBCF store, where our massive savings will literally blow your mind. Yes, the Sofas, Beds, Carpets and Furniture store is having a massive sale this weekend and everything must literally go. Like this. The new Reclinomatic Easy Chair and Matching Suite was 799 then 599 then 299 Now it's just £99. Yes, £99! Or what about this? The Posturepedic Good Shag King Size Bed was 699 then 499 now just 1 pound 99 yes that's right 1 pound and 99 pennies mattress and headboard not included not to be confused with the comfy step good shag carpet guaranteed to make your front room feel not like the floor of a nightclub now reduced to just 27 pence per square acre. You'll find all these bargains and literally more in your local sofas, beds, carpets and furniture store sale where all the price tickets will shout at you just like we have. Plus, with just a handful of rocks as a deposit and interest-free credit for 13 light years, you've literally got nothing to pay for ages. So what are you waiting for? You need a brand new sofa and or bed, carpet or furniture and you can literally get it at your local SBFC store. But the sale must end this weekend. Except not. This sale literally never ends. Sofas, beds, carpets, furniture. You literally need them now. Hey, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you do an episode 19. <laughs> Don't forget episode 20 is the best of. Yes. <laughs> and then on Christmas Eve, oh, we'll be releasing our first ever Christmas special. Oh. Oh, we'll have Christmas themed features, yep. jokes, mm-hmm. sketches, everything will yep. be Christmas Oh, I'll be just like the two Ronnies. Just like the two Ronnies Christmas special. Can we do a song where we say titties a lot? No. Oh, two Ronnies did. <laughs> yeah, but we're not the two Ronnies. <laughs> Many <laughs> people would say that for all kinds of reasons. Ah, oh, Mr Williamson. Time for another health checkup. Did you bring that sperm sample we needed? Oh, I'm sorry, Doc. I couldn't do it. Oh, Well, not to worry. I mean, I I tried. I really did. I tried my left hand, then my right hand. My wife tried with her left hand, then her right hand. 
Then with her mouth, first with her teeth in, then with her teeth out, then she tried with her arm, then between her legs. We even asked the neighbour to give it a try. You asked your neighbour to help with your sperm sample? Yep, but it was no good, Doc. None of us could get the bloody lid off the sample jar. You've been listening to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Conceived, written and performed by Paul Dunn and Nessa Garren. Sketches were written by Paul Dunn and Nessa Caron. Magala was written by Tim Gambrell. It featured the additional voices of David Foster, Pef Soulsby and Carol Cook. Incidental music was by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.filmmusic.io. The script editor was Paul Dunn. Happy Hour is a Crank Danville production. <laughs> See you at Christmas. If I live that long. <laughs> <laughs>